to the Varen Bros. This is the Varen Bros issue number 11 and today we'll be going over Dark Knight of Steel issue number one and the comparison between Amazing Fantasy and the Dark Knight of Steel. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce you to the team. Our first Varen Bro. He's gonna take you for a little ride. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I give you Young G. Leader of the new school. All right. Our second Varen Bro. He's your four-leaf clover, L Charms. I'm everyone's good luck charm. Yeah, baby. Our third Varen Bro. He will, he will school you. I give you the professor. I wish I was half as smooth or confident as all my other variant bros. That's right. That's all right. You'll get there. And I'm Matt D. I'll be your host for today. And I'm going to start with the what if question. And the question is, if you had to go to the Renaissance timeline, what character would you be? And what powers would you have? As an example, like, would you be a king, a knight, a joker, an elf, a magician, stuff like that? You know, I'm talking about that type of character. Wait, wait, are you asking what class we would be or are you asking what species we'll be? Class. Okay, cool. Class, okay. And what would be your powers? I'll start off first. I, for one, this is a good question. I don't know if it's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Maddie. Okay. Thank you, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, just to play it safe, I'll be king, right? How humble. And my powers is I'll be able to like produce gold whenever I like. So so are you King D, King Mad D? Like how does this work out? Mad, Mad King, King D? D? Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Yeah. That's it. Let's go for that one. All right. Pass it on to young G. What were the options again? There is no options. It's just examples. Use your imagination. Yeah. Imagination. Oh, okay. I'd be uh you said uh you said there was a wizard as an option? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a wizard, uh and I'd do the same thing, make gold. <laughs> <laughs> that's it as a wizard? Why not? You gotta do better than that. No, but that's just one of them. It's just one of the many things. Alright, what's the second one? Uh produce uh cash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Moving on to L Charge. Yeah, I'll just be a barbarian. Dwarf barbarian. Dwarf barbarian, okay. Yeah. Man, and your powers would be? To rage, man. Of course. <laughs> I'll be the berserk. freaking Hulk. Yeah, Berserker, okay, man. Okay. All right. The person doesn't like Berserker. Next. <laughs> hey, Berserker is not a good comic. Come on, man. I know. I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. All right. Pass it on to the professor. I would like to be a knight, but I'd like to be kind of like a mix between like a mage knight, you know? Like, I'd love to have a sword, but, you know, be able to have like a lightning sword or like a fire sword, you know, something like that. Something real cool. You want to be an Eldritch Knight? Sure. Yeah, I'll take that. Cool. Know? That sounds great. Nice. Eldritch Knight. And, uh, you know, I'd like to have elemental powers and, uh, you know, a horse that flies. Let's just throw that in there, too. You know? okay. With wings or without wings? Without. Without. Okay. Just, just making sure. Just oh, making yeah. Sure. It's just, I, that was a good question. I was like, oh, damn. That's, that's, I was like, oh, I didn't think of that, but. Yeah, I was like, oh, without, 100%. You know, make it more mystifying. Like, how's he doing this? <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. I'd be worried about going under that horse. <laughs> I wouldn't because I'm on top. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So we're going to wrap that up and move on to the cow, which is Dark Knight of Steel number one. And I'll pass it on to El Charm. What if Superman's parents escaped from Krypton before its destruction and landed on medieval Earth? Knights of Steel number one tries to answer that question. This comic puts classic DC characters in a medieval setting. Superman, Batman, Constantine, Green Arrow, they're all here. But a threat looms as King Jor-El sits on his throne. 
Read all about it in Dark Knight of Steel number one. You're like, I gotta read this comic. There's Constantine in there. <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. Yeah, Constantine was in it. Yeah, I I, I didn't realize that's who that was. I didn't realize either. So that, I'm said glad it, you said right? it. It, it literally says it right says there, Constantine. Constantine. <laughs> Listen, there was a lot. Okay, it was a lot, a lot going on. A lot of good lot stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's the wrong comic. That's yeah. That's <laughs> oh, bro, I'm like, what's Captain America doing in here? <laughs> Yeah. But just a quick sec, we're going to move uh, to heavy spoilers. All right. So the audience, you guys, the listeners. Uh, Sorry for spoiling the Constantine thing <laughs> for you. Just a heads up. No, no, I, I heard him. I, well, I, I heard him. I read that he said that. I just, hey, I heard it in my head, man. I just didn't make the connection that that was actually Constantine. I was just like, I just thought that was the guy's name. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's a name. <laughs> you know, just to give you guys like a behind the scenes, I actually write out these uh, little, you know, summaries. Today, I could not read my. Oh, Robbins. That said, it was Robbins. I, I skipped over <laughs> Robbins. I went Batman. I was like, Constantine. I, I had one more uh, in there. My bad. My bad. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, all right, guys. So, his second profession would be doctor, but, you yeah. <laughs> know. His first is a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did we like about the Dark Knight Steel? Right, right off the cover. I love the variant cover, dude. It's so awesome. You got Batman on a horse, like knighted Batman on a horse. And it's just like a black background. You, th- you know what? This is going to be up on the website. Check it out at variantbows.com. We'll definitely put up the, uh, the cover that we like this week. I definitely like this one over the original. There's another variant out there that, you know, it's a very close, closely tied with this one. But I, I really do like this cover as well. And for anybody who doesn't know, Mad D is like the variant king over here. He, wh- wh- Where's the variant you purchased, man? Yeah, where's oh, my yeah. variant? No, I have that locked away. You know what I'm saying? Oh, at least but, describe it to yeah, us. At least describe it's, it to us. It's basically Superman, right? Mm-hmm. With that, uh, what they wear, the leotard, whatever. The leotard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the days, the Renaissance wear those, you know, clothing lines. And the reason why I got it, because the comic book store um, staff, Max, shout out to him. He like saying, "Oh yeah, the variant. This one, people love it because it's uh, um, relevant to the Dungeon Dragons because it has the uh, like the powers, the character sheet behind it, right? Right, yeah, 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 behind it. So I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. So was, yeah, so anybody that likes you know Dungeon Dragons, you know, this is the one right here. What and it makes book? sense because it's fantasy, you know. Like, what comic book shop is that? It is the Brave World comic book okay. store. Shout out to Max. Shout out to Max Santa at Brave Clarita. World." But other than, of course, the comic cover, I really actually did enjoy the story. It was it was very interesting to see Superman's parents come with him this time. You know, it's kind of like we just got off the What If series from Disney, you know, and I know that that's Marvel. But like this is like kind of a, as El Charm said, what if their parents were actually smart and left the planet, you know, and didn't just stay there for no reason. You know, it was kind of vicious to see Superman's dad attack those people oh, and yeah. like obliterate yeah. a whole army with just like a look. But now, would you say he's at fault there because he's never been on Earth before? He's never been under a yellow sun, so I'm assuming all these powers are new to him. I think that he knew what he was doing. I think so too. Yeah. The thing is, maybe he didn't know like what they had. You know, maybe they're stronger. Who knows? You know, he just yeah, he didn't want to take the chance and, that yeah. maybe the arrows could pierce. Him. I really doubt that they could. But he didn't want to take that chance. And, uh, you know, he just melted everybody and yeah. their horses. Probably uh, he knew they had kryptonite. I think it's the opposite. I think he didn't know he even had those powers. I'm just I'm just like throwing it out there. To me, it's like he didn't know he had those powers. But I definitely agree with you. I really do like this setting. And straight off the bat, 
I want to say this number one actually does a number one right. It like does a nice setup. You feel like you know what what's going on within the first few short pages. It's not boring, and it's not trying to like throw you in the middle of something. It kind of actually gives you like a beginning, a middle, and a and a you know cliffhanger at the end. Yeah, in the beginning, it does like show like because you see Superman's parents talking, and then like Krypton like being you know in the verge being destroyed, and they're talking about oh yeah we should like you know have our kid you know escape or whatnot. And you think, okay, they're going to redo the storyline again. But no, like the twist happens and they go, you know, on board to it. And then, you know, the, his mom is pregnant with, you know, Superman. And yeah, that was a great twist. I, I think the beginning was good, but I do enjoy the fact that they time skipped or time jumped very well with the whole 19 years jump forward. Mm, yeah. I think the transitioning uh, from it being like kind of an origin story or like, you know, root story of just how they ended up there and who's there was good was a good but jumping it to where it is now was was pretty smooth there was for like a second that i didn't like the story is where constantine is just repeating or or the oh, narrator yeah. is just saying like that repeat i didn't like it like oh, when it first yeah, started yeah. i skipped I oh skipped you did the, i skipped the word i was like okay if this is just repeats i'm skipping to just yeah, like the actual like, speech bubbles. yeah so i i just like i was just reading it and i'm like man what what's the point of this but then when i see that they're like writing it down i'm like okay i get it now but but definitely like a was a turnoff. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a turnoff. Like, I was like, man, I kind of almost put it down at that point. But I'm like, you know what? Let me just see what happens. Yeah, I was like, what's going on here? But, like, yeah, towards, like, the end of it, I'm like, oh, okay. He's writing it down and we're seeing, like, as it goes. Like, we're saying history be written. Literally. Bam, Quite wow. literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting. I hope. I mean, I don't think that they're going to do this. But maybe they have 12 issues to fill. So we'll see. But I want to know, why does everybody hate the L so much? Is it literally just because they come from space? Like, we know that the other king is Black Lightning. And so, I mean, it's not like they hate them because they have powers. Because Green Arrow, Green Lantern is there. You know, you see Black Canary. So you see all these other, I guess, current superheroes in, you know, medieval times. So, like, it's not that the fact that they have powers. And how did they not take over the whole world already? Like, I just, I don't know. There's so many questions that I have. Um, based on this comic that you know i hope we get a chance to answer maybe just like ruins their uh, plan that they had you know maybe they thought okay they're gonna take the world or the castle within that time frame but they're like oh snap superman parents are here now now they ruined it and now we have to replan oh like what's going on you know you're saying like they already had plans to take over and then you know just out of the blue they just happened to fall out of the sky kind of a thing yeah Mm -hmm. and now they became you know the king and queen and now it just shifts things a lot. So what maybe that's the reason why they hate them so much. What if they hate them because of how they got their powers? I felt like in, I got the vibe from uh, the dad that he was a bit, you know, on that violent side. Like, he can't control himself. Just how we saw in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if, like, what if it's like that the whole time, though? So like, he's like a bad king. Yeah, like, what if he was never a good guy? What if Superman's dad was just always a bad guy? That's pretty true. Like, like corrupt or something. Because, like, they, they do say that they've been trapping or capturing prisoners. Prisoners, Yeah, right. everybody who has magic is just automatically captured, and that's why we see Black Canary get captured. Yeah, that's innocence, because, um, you know, the only thing that can affect Kryptonians is magic and kryptonite. As of right now, that's the only thing that we know of, so... But even then, like, they don't really have a full understanding of magic because what Black Canary does isn't really magic. And while it does affect Kryptonians a bit, I doubt that it would be enough because even Superman flies over there and he, like, yeah. covers her mouth and he's just like, all right, like, you're done. I mean, the, the other thing I like about this, and, and we've already touched on this multiple times, is the cast. 
we have a like a nice DC character cast. We got Batman, we got Superman, we got Robins, we got Constantine, Green Arrow, Green Lantern. And am I missing any Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn? Yeah, am I missing anybody else? Black Lightning, Joker. Well, I'm Joker's not in it yet. yet. Yeah, yet. But we're, we're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's gonna. He's a jester. Let's be real. We already. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the cast was really great. I think the thing that's missing is just villains. I, I want to see some villains in, villains in there. Imagine Bane mm-hmm. or oh, Deathstroke. It would be ridiculous. Those would they, they would be really cool. That um, makes sense. Deathstroke with the sword. Right with the sword. That's the. I was thinking, I was like, I can't wait to see. I hope we see him. I, we don't know. Like I said, there's 12 issues, so a lot of room to fill. That's a full year worth of uh, content yeah. coming up. But Bane honestly, the Barbarian? Yeah. Bane right. the Barbarian? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That's exactly what it's going right? to be. Yeah. That's exactly what that's going to be. It's going to be Bane the Barbarian. But the last thing that I really enjoyed about this comic is the ending. And, oh, uh, man, that was such a good ending. Nice see, touch. Th- those are the endings I like, but... This is going to be, and I'm just going to say it out there, my first dislike for this. And the only dislike I have for this comic is because it's a comic book, quote unquote, no one ever dies kind of a thing. Except I just, for Krypton. <laughs> except for Krypton, right? <laughs> I'm just hoping that they don't bring him back. I, I would, that, to me, that would just kill the comic at this point. What if they have like a necromancer and they brought him back that way? Like Rachel Ghoul could be a necromancer with his like pit what's that the last but but, but if they like bring him back uh, nah then never mind i'm like if they bring him back like a zombie i'd be like okay i'm in but if they bring him <laughs> back as like full health like yeah you know they just took my eye out and gave me a new eye or something like now nah, i'm already out he gets like an eye patch like uh odin odin yeah like i'll be like nah i'm out at that point well uh we do see that it's a wait we, we didn't tell anybody what do you want to reveal the yeah, 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 yeah let's reveal that i was, I was, I was waiting into that. <laughs> uh we do see green arrow uh, talking to a mysterious green man who I at first I thought that was Martian Manhunter. That's then, what I thought so too. Yeah, when they said green man, it was like, oh yeah, Martian Manhunter. Yeah, the whole. <laughs> <laughs> but then it turns out to actually be Green Lantern. We never get to see him. We just get to see the ring. And I guess it enchants one of Green Arrow's arrows and turns it green. And it flies right into uh, Superman Dad's eye. But also, he reveals to Batman that he is batman's father he goes bruce i am your daddy yeah. or as uh, dark Friday would say i am your father <laughs> oh wait is that how that line goes <laughs> oh damn he reveals also that the people who that empire belonged to before was the waynes like i guess i don't know what happened to mom and dad i hope that you know he didn't kill them or anything but you know, got mom and dad on. are gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got it on with mom and uh bruce wayne is actually a kryptonian it's it crazy. Is, That's a good twist. I like that a lot. I did not yeah. see that coming. I Step, was. It explains why no, he's half, half, half no, no, full son, half brother to Superman. There's half step brother, step brother, step brother, no, Superman, no, half brother, half brother, okay, half brother, half brother oh, okay. yeah. Step, 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 they didn't get married. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Well, even if they did, it still wouldn't be step brother. Step brother is when you. There's a marriage involved. No, when you have when the father has one kid and the. Mother hasn't. No, uh, you know. You know. I don't know anymore. Man. <laughs> you know, I got confused. Then no, they're half brothers because they set, share DNA. Let's put it that way. Yeah, let's yeah. just say don't take any of that up. Batman and Superman. I'm not, yeah. Basically, Batman and Superman are brothers. He's half Kryptonian, and he which is, is dope. He is. But but the title gives it away. Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, yeah, now it does. Thank you. What do you mean? Thank you. It always did. <laughs> oh, sorry. It, it just didn't click for me. I honestly didn't now. know what the title meant until right now when Young G was like, Thank now it gives it away. I was like, oh, Dark Knight of oh, Steel. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. But yeah. don't read the title the if you t- don't get spoiled. Yeah, yeah. So if, you don't, if you haven't figured it out by now. 
So I'm wondering if this is going to be like, uh, since for some reason, Jor-El thinks that Bruce deserves the throne more than than his own son, Superman, Kal-El. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're going to fight again. I say again because they usually fight each other. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. Medieval times. Medieval times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be pretty sick. But I mean, even so, like Kryptonian Batman, like finally DC is doing something different. Like this is this is something that we've all been asking for for a long time. And to see it actually happen is amazing. Anything that you dislike about the comics? To be honest, the one thing I disliked about it is that, like I said, every comic has a potential of bringing people who are already dead back. And I don't want them to bring back Jor-El because I feel like at that point, why kill him to begin with? Uh, the only negative that I can think of is just, as I said before, I'm not entirely sure what the L's did to deserve all the hate. I'm not sure why they haven't taken over the world already. Kryptonians are notoriously hard to kill. It's not like Black Lightning's powers are magical. They're just lightning powers. Maybe in this realm, they're magical. I was and... going to say, is it? what if everyone believes they're magical? Does that make them magical? I don't know if this is a Tinkerbell situation. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I hope that they expand on this in the next couple of issues. But, yeah, this is this is a good issue number one in my book. For me, I don't know if it's like a negative, but just to point out, in this case, Batman, he reveals his identity. You know, he doesn't. it's not hidden as so much as compared to, like, other Batman movies or comics out there. He usually, like, hides his identity. But this time around, he doesn't hide it, so... Well, I mean, he's got two Kryptonians protecting him. I mean, like, I don't think there's really a risk to being bat revealing your Batman. And what are they gonna do? Call someone on their cell phone, upload a picture to to Instagram. Hey, look, guys, this is real Batman. It's like I'm pretty sure half the people don't even know who he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just like a a knight in the service of House L anyway. So like, nobody cares. Right, he does have right. his own butler though. Alfred is still Alfred, in here, yeah. guys. No, Looks it, like a Don Quixote. Is he really a butler? Is that what you would call him? Like in this sense too? I guess, yeah. He's still a servant, a manservant. I guess manservant, yeah. Proper term. I think we hit all the, I guess, the negatives about it. The only glaring one I had was already mentioned about, you know, the Constantine portion of it where they had those Mm. bubbles of just, you know, them writing it down. But that was only the real one I had. So expect a high score soon. That being said, I guess we'll wrap it there and uh, give our uh, grading. I'll go first. Sure. All right. <laughs> Overall, I really like the layout of the storyline. I do like how they, um, the parents do go into the ship and not just Superman. That was smart and a good twist. I do like the fact how Batman is, you know, have a bloodline of the Kryptonian. So that was great too. All the characters were great as well. I do like the fact how Batman has his uh, team of Robins that he sends out, you know, and they, you know, do the scouting for him. So that was pretty great. I really enjoyed that part. And overall, this is a great story. Uh, that being said, I'm going to give it a Kawabunga. And now I'm going to pass it to Young G. Yeah, uh, so overall, <laughs> I I do give this comic a 9 out of 10. I don't Whoa. think it had any, like, you know, significant, you know, negative, like, weaknesses in it you know other than that Constantine part is the only thing only thing that got me I see where you guys are coming from with your points but that's something I didn't catch until you know discussing it with you guys so maybe that's why I didn't get a 10. I was gonna say if that Constantine was out part was out of there would you give it a 10? 
Yeah, I think they, look if, you, if they just remove the bubbles, yeah. Yeah, if they just remove the, the bubbles, those bubbles, yeah. Damn. I I'd probably give it a ten. That's the that's what's holding it back. I gotta give it something, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Imagine like I don't know. What if we didn't even see what he was saying? Like it's just like those scratch marks, and then like you, the guy like interprets it for him. That would that would have been a more effective scene, I think. Yeah, it messed up. Damn. Almost a perfect score. Almost a perfect score. Nine out of ten. That's not bad though. Can't be a dark. Age. Really good. All right. So now I'm gonna pass it on to L Charms. All right. This one's going to go in the stash. I think it's got high potential. It's an intriguing story. The variant cover is amazing. And the artwork. I really like DC's artwork when it comes to it. They have like a, it has a certain feel that I really do enjoy. Definitely over Marvel's artwork. And this one just, you know, meets it. Hits, uh, hits all those points. The only thing that I find that could potentially ruin this comic book series is if they bring back Jor-El. And that's just my preference. I like, you know, my characters to die and stay dead. Unless there's a real good reason to bring him back. I mean, we don't even know if he's dead. We just know that he got an arrow in the eye. Okay. If we find out that he's dead. What if he's just unconscious? Then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If we find out that he's dead, then I want him to stay dead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so now I'll pass it on to the professor. Well, in my opinion, I, I really enjoyed this comic. Obviously, we all did. It was really good. The artwork was fantastic. Um, I love especially the depiction of the canary cry and having everything blow up around Batman. That was really interesting. I love, you know, the idea that's going on here, you know, all the medieval themes. And I love that everyone's carrying around swords. Oh, my God, I love swords. Swords are the best weapon. I think it's very interesting that they don't have a full grasp of things. You know, like they think that Black Canary's cry is magical, uh, even though before it wasn't. Maybe it is in this world. We don't know yet. But... Uh, I'm hoping to find out soon. I think the cover art is okay. It's really cool. It's like, you know, Dark Souls-y. You know, it's it's Batman meets Dark Souls. I'm hoping their next variants are um, a little better. Or if they continue with that whole Dungeons and Dragons theme, that would be, that'd be pretty sick. Um, I hope we get to see more DC characters. You know, like we said, some villains popping up here and there. We know Wonder Woman's going to make an appearance sometime, somewhere, something, at a place at a time. So... Hopefully it keeps going. I'm gonna give this, I'm gonna give this an A minus because it has a lot of potential. But you know, if you don't live up to all that potential, then you know you're gonna drag the whole thing down with it. So yeah, I'm gonna give it an A minus. All right, all right, all good, solid grades. Um, again, this is Dark Knight's Deal issue number one out of twelve. Now hopefully you can find it because the comic book shop I went to, I go to Arsenal, sold out. They said this was one of their best, you know, picks of the week that just sold out right away. As for me, I mean, there is like a huge stack. So I think they over, <laughs> over uh, bought it, uh, which is good. That way, you know, people, you know, get a copy of it. But, you know, the other variant, they didn't have so much. It was like two or three left, but I got one, thankfully. How about you, OG? How many were there on Comixology? Too much. Too many. <laughs> Unlimited. Too many. <laughs> but Matt D was kind enough to give me his variant. Doesn't he wish? I think he's living in the fantasy world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So now we're going to move on to our second variant, the POW. All right, guys. So I'm going to start off with my POW pick of the week, and it is Pirate Queen number two. This is uh, by Bad Idea as the publisher, and the writers are Adam Palena and Tamara Bonvelian. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so this one gets picked up from Pirate Queen number one. Obviously, she was like isolated in the drift by the uh, 
captain that captured her and decided you know to let her go in the end and she gets picked up by a couple of pirates in the end and they go to their island which you know it's uh rejuvenation you know like you could do whatever you want there's no laws there's no um bad stuff going on at all it's just a place to you know to be humble and you know just to grow an island old and of course monday the pirate queen she doesn't want any of that you know she's a pirate she's like oh heck no i'm not trying to do that you know give me some water and food and i'm gonna bounce you know what i'm saying and that's what she did uh she went ahead and after you know she recovered she went with like two pirates that rescued her and you know she just you know drifted away again and she gets picked up by a random pirate ship and they about to kill them, but she says, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to go after this dude, this captain that, you know, kind of killed my husband and, you know, isolated me. So he's like, all right, then I'm going to help you here. Take my money. <laughs> okay. He didn't say here, take my money, but <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm not going to kill you. And so she goes after the dude and she doesn't find the captain, but I guess she finds like his assistant. And in the end, you know, he gets killed, not by Monday, but by the mistress that he was with, because Monday kind of like manipulated her like, hey, you know, this is your chance to kill him because she held a gun at Monday, but she decided to kill the dude that was, she was with. Anyways, good story. I enjoy Pirate Queen and I look forward to Pirate Queen number three. Thank you. Is it still like five ninety nine, seven nine? dollars What's the price on this one? Uh, yeah. So this one, it is... Seven ninety nine, and this is Pirate Queen. This is a dollar more compared to the Monster Kill Squad, and this is the same publisher. Bad idea. Go check it out if you have that extra money. Is it a bad idea to sell these comics for seven ninety nine? I guess we'll find out. Boom. Okay, so now I'll pass it on to Young G. Yeah. So my pal. I knew you guys were gonna do it. <laughs> I knew you guys were going to I did it. I, I, I didn't know I that was a signal. I didn't you. know that was a signal. Thank you, Matt really Thank you, Matt I'm on it. pointed, guys. Like, I, I thought know. he was going to touch something on his computer. We're going to get some cool <laughs> yeah, sound effects. Yeah, I was going to play a sound effect. Well, I thought Matt D was your, was your sound effect. I guess so. Yeah, I thought I was waiting for you to say POW too. Yeah, I, I was kind of waiting I, for that too. I, no, I knew you guys weren't going to say it though. Oh, okay. Sure. I said it. Thank you. Thank you, Matt D. I forgot. I was zoning out. Sorry. He's like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Anyways, <laughs> so what's your pal? Yeah, okay. Pow. All right, we're gonna do it again. Ready? I'm just kidding though. All right, uh, so for my pal, 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 <laughs> I picked the United States of Captain America issue one. Came out a while back. I'll try. You have something to say? Like 1945, a while back? No, no, no like oh, okay. uh, like three years ago. No, I'm just kidding. It came out this like year. Like came out this short. Year. You guys ready? Yeah, I've been ready. Yeah, so if, you, if you're not a fan of Captain America, I suggest you still pick it up. Uh, I think no, I'm good. everybody would enjoy this issue. No, I, I know, look, let me say, Professor and Maddie, they do not like it. They do not like Captain America, but they willingly go to the movies, right? To watch Captain America win a soldier. Listen, it's look, okay if they're wrong. I have Captain to America's watch, awesome. I have to watch the good and the bad. And so <laughs> okay. if Captain America's the bad, I have to watch it regardless. Thank you. Yeah, because Iron Man 3 was so good. I know, right? Oh, my God. Can, do, do you remember when Iron Man 3 came out? And it Iron was Man like, it's had such an three. amazing movie. Captain America didn't. Captain America had a trilogy, too. All right, anyway, to do with the pal. Okay, anyways, yeah, yeah. Back to the pal. Uh, so let me just say, we Children. do see Captain America's thoughts and opinions on the quote-unquote dream, right? You know what I'm saying? But in that, we, we really do see, like, 
his character, like the honesty that he has. And I think, you know, readers could appreciate that. Uh, just like his inner dialogue, um, like his point of view on what America's like. We also see like a new Captain America, just a normal human, no power, no ability. And Aaron, and Aaron Fisher, I think his last name's Fisher, by the way. I could be saying it wrong. But he's, he's a character who took inspiration from Captain America. And, you know, to move his life forward, he kind of dresses up as Captain America, walking around, you know, being like Robin Hood and whatnot. But overall, the comic does have its action. It has that traditional Captain America chasing like in Black Panther or in the Winter Soldier when he goes chases him down. I think everybody would like it if you do watch the movies. And even if you like comics in general, I think you'd enjoy it too. So I'd give it a 9 out of 10. All right. Okay. Moving on to El Charms. All right. My pick of the week is Soul Plumber number one by the cast of Last Podcast on the left, Marcus Parks, Ben Kissel, and Henry Zabowski. Dropping out of seminary school, a gas station worker seeks out his true purpose. A snake oil salesman tries to sell him an exorcist machine. Edgar builds one out of the junkyard and tests his machine on one of his flock. But will he survive? And what did Edgar exercise? Find out in Soul Plumber number one. This is part of the DC horror line. It's actually a really great comic. And shout out to Last Podcast on the left for actually getting a comic published. It's really awesome. I really enjoyed it. It's a hot buy. Everyone's been, this has been selling out everywhere, so pick it up if you can. Number two just came out this week. All right. Hot gas. Loving it. So now I'll pass on to the professor. Did you just say hot gas? Yeah. <laughs> so hot dang, hot gas. All right. Oh, yeah, okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember being a kid and yelling out hot gas all the time. <laughs> hot gas, hot gas. Okay, for my pal. No? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, at least we all forgot there at was, the same time. There was no cue, though. You didn't do a cue. No, I, did it. I didn't know if you guys were going to do it or not. It's just to be funny, you know? I just wanted to give you guys time, you know, if you guys wanted to jump oh, okay. in there. You can do it again. I'm all just right, kidding. Cool. Anyways. <laughs> pow. Pow. <laughs> so what's your pow? Pow. I chose uh, DC versus Vampires number one by uh, James Tinian, Rosenberg, and Schmidt. Uh, just keeping it in the family, the DC family, and keeping on the horror aesthetic. Uh, this comic deals with the tragic yet very mysterious death of the vampire queen, which is all that kept the vampires in line from attacking humans. Now that she's gone, it's up to one vampire, that is the friend of the humans, to kind of give the warning out, saying, hey, you know, if you see some more vampires around than lately, you know, we might have an issue. Of course... He's got to take it to the Justice League, but Justice League is away, off world. So he's like, oh, man, what do I got to do now? And it turns out that there is somebody there to help him, a very interesting superhero in green who offers to hear his story. And here's how he went to the Fortress of Doom, and they had all been killed by vampires. Um, and they had been set up to see like that they were the ones that killed the queen, but it turns out that they weren't. Uh, Lex Luthor, using the last little bit of his power, gives this vampire some of his blood. And we don't know for what purpose or why yet, but uh, hopefully the next couple issues will cover that. All right, guys. So that's our pal for today. So now we're going to move on to our third variant. We're going to compare the Amazing Fantasy issue number one and the Dark Knight of Steel issue number one. And now I'm going to kick it over to El Charms. All right. Let me give you the quick summary of Amazing Fantasy number one. First, we see Captain America on this ship. For some reason, boom, blown out of the water. And he, he arrives 
in this fantasy land. Next, we see Black Widow running from her captors. Then, boom, she gets shot. And we find her in this fantasy land. Last one, we see Spider-Man fighting the Green Goblin. And he gets Pumpkin Bomb. Boom. And we find him in fantasy land. That's the summary of Amazing Fantasy number one. I think that was your best summary yet. Ooh, give me the chills. It's like Chef Emerald. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys. So now we're going to go to heavy spoilers. All right, guys. So what did you guys get a feel of these two comics? I mean, I think they're definitely in the same kind of like, hey, these are fantasy comics in the sense that they're going to go into medieval times. They're going to go into that setting. I do think Amazing Fantasy falls more into that medieval fantasy time like they have dragons they have chimeras they got orcs they got frog people, frog people fur people. people yeah so they have like that whole like all those tropes are there mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to dark knight of steel which has n- at least up until now we haven't seen any of those we, i mean we haven't even seen a wizard have we not for real yeah so we haven't seen anything like that in dark knights of steel i was gonna kind of say the same thing where dark knights of steel is kind of a very contained story i feel like it's just these kingdoms right now we don't know what's on the outside we don't know if there's like a wild place where you know all the other people in the dc universe are you know we don't know if you know bane is a pig man that you know grows up and you know he's kind of like an orc or something like that you know so amazing fantasy is exactly what the title says it's a fantasy the land is magic. It kind of looks like uh, how Asgard looks in mm, in the yeah. the MCU. You know, it's just basically like a flat rectangle with like buildings on top. But yeah, it's a it's a very wondrous place filled with uh, some very interesting people. But oddly enough, I would say that how you compared amazing fantasies to to Asgard, I would say Dark Knights of Steel has that. What was that series called? World of Warcraft. No, uh, Chronicles of Narnia feel. Like, oh, okay, yeah. It, it ha- I feel like okay. it has that Chronicle of Narnia feel, but maybe the second movie where all the fantasy creatures aren't there for a good chunk of the movie because they're hiding, basically. So it feels like that kind of feel with the Dark Knight of Steel. Yeah, I had to agree with um, both of my variant bros. But just like what Professor just mentioned, it, the uh, Amazing Fantasy kind of did kind of remind me of World of Warcraft a bit. Uh, with the orgs, the fantasy, the magic, the knights. So that brought me, like, back in the days, like, PC status, Nintendo 64. You know what I'm talking about, guys. And um, for the, <laughs> <laughs> and for the uh, Dark Knight Steel, um, this one, to be honest, this one has, like, its own vibe, like, its own storyline. I don't find it similar to, like, let's say the witcher or game of thrones I, mm. it has its own you know thing going on and that's a good that's a good thing about it i did enjoy that part too so two different great comics but different storyline in my opinion yeah you know overall they are in the same spectrum you know but like i think they're like at the opposite ends of it you know as we we all said it already that's you know amazing fantasy is more fantasy right mm. and you know, uh, Dark Knight Steel is more contained, as the professor mentioned. So they, they do have comparisons, and we can't compare them right now, but they, they are different in, you know, in, in a vast way, right? Yeah, I think uh, one of the starkest differences is the art style, which yes. in uh, 
the Knights of Steel. It just it's very constant throughout. Obviously, you know, it's just one story. But in Amazing Fantasy, it's three kind of interweaving stories. You know, Captain America is the 1942, 45 Captain America. You know, like he hasn't really gone into the ice yet. Spider Man is a classic Spider Man. You know, he's got his own little classic kind of art style going on, and it's really fun and cool to dive back into that. And even Black Widow is from her training days in the Red Room. She hasn't even like graduated yet. She's still kind of like a kid, you know, a murderous kid, but still a kid. And this amazing fantasy like kind of like blends all that together and has its own distinct kind of style from the three previous ones. So it's just, it's a jumble on one side. And then on the other side, it's like a very neat, like the puzzle is completed. Yeah. And if, I don't know if anyone caught it, but the booms in my summary were boom, they dead. Like they're dead. And that's how they got to this fantasy world. Major spoiler right now, we see Ben Parker in the last scene of this comic book greeting Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And he tells him, well, you're dead, and that's why you can see me here, and that's why we're here together, because you died and we came to this fantasy world. So even in comics, Uncle Ben does not die. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Krypton. It's really just Krypton now. <laughs> <laughs> the whole boom, uh, as L. Charles would say, um, this kind of reminded me of like Pirates of the Caribbean, the Davy um, Locker, okay. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Davy Jones Locker, Davy Jones Locker, right? How they're not entirely dead, but they are, and they go to this, you know, different dimension, right? That's what it kind of reminded me of a bit. It's definitely that. That's exactly what it feels like. They somehow traveled into this other dimension, and I'm willing to bet this is a short run. This is a limited series. It's limited to five. I'm pretty sure after those that five series are gonna jump back into the timeline they were already in. So I don't think they're going to stay dead, but I do want to read the story. That's that's something I actually I didn't I went into this comic book thinking, man, this is going to be a letdown. In fact, I went into both of these comic books thinking they're both going to be letdowns. And I was surprised. They were actually really good comics. I really did like them. I really did enjoy the story. Yeah, to be honest, I was the same way too. <clears throat> like looking at the cover like just by itself the amazing fantasy it doesn't look too eye appealing to me. It's like more old school art artwork. Um, if you're into that, but looks like an old like '80s game. Kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. I, actually, that's that's the one thing I did like about Very it. The vintage. cover. Yeah, I, I like that vintage cover. That vintage look of like, you know, it's one of those like you guys said, a video game that you'd pick up in the '80s or like those books or the magazines that came out yeah, at the time. Yeah. It's kind of like Slave Leia down there with the orc guy. and Yeah, it definitely has that feel, that whole feel to it. To be honest, I thought, like, when did this come out? Did this come out, like, five, ten years ago? <laughs> <laughs> it just came out in May. Uh, yeah, it came out this year, so I was like, oh, wow, okay. But something that was really interesting, and I know we kind of touched on it, but I think I want to just expand it a little more, is when we say the art style for Spider-Man is old school, it is literally the old school style of Spider-Man. If you guys remember the Spider-Man TV show from the 90s, this is what it looks like. You got your Harry Osborn with that weird red hair that, that's alternating with black hair. Your goblin looks very like colorful. It doesn't look like you know the green goblin we're used to seeing. Or I guess the new green goblin we're used to seeing. Goofy. Yeah, it, 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 they look goofy. Yeah, you're right. And there's, But there's a lot of color there. But the interesting thing is when you get to each character's story, the art style changes. Yeah, and the paper, the feel is different too. Really? No, I'm just making it up. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, it's a scratch and sniff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, these comics were definitely very interesting. 
I don't usually jump into a comic expecting to be disappointed, but you know, I did see the Amazing Fantasy, and I was like, I hope this is gonna be good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, I definitely want to read the rest of them now, uh, just to see what's going on. I really, at first, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was Thor on this uh giant tiger thing, so I was pretty excited. I was like, wow, you know, he's got the shield and he's got that, you know, like the hammer axe thing. I was like, all right, cool, you know, but it turned out to be just Captain America, so. A little disappointed. What do you, what do you mean, yeah, just Captain America? Yeah, he did a stone cold stunner on that monster. <laughs> That's right. I just wonder oh, yeah. what are these what are these arrows made out of that they're piercing the vibranium shield over No, he here? just taped it just to, for the, oh. Oh, the <laughs> picture. This is okay. for the, the Photoshop, man. Okay, they're just posing. Yeah, just, just posing. posing. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the artwork, man. They're posing. Okay. I don't know, maybe they have uh, something stronger than vibranium and in this amazing fantasy world, like as magic maybe, arrows. Yeah. It's probably like the, what they used to make Thanos' sword. Uh, and yeah. yeah, but uh, I really hope that we get to see how these stories kind of like connect. Um, I did see a couple of the other covers for the other ones because, like we said, this is kind of like an older comic, so issues two, three, and four are already out. Mm-hmm. So um, I did see other covers that do have other heroes on them. I'm not sure if they're going to be joining the fight or if it's just going to be these three. Um, the cover kind of lies to you at first. It says, uh, you know, featuring Captain America, Spider Man, Black Widow, and more, but like it's literally just those three. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who. I literally just flipped through, and I'm like, who is Anne Moore? Yeah, like, I don't know who Anne Moore is, unless yeah. you know the little slave Leia lady over here on the front cover. She's somebody that I don't know. I'm wondering if it was referring to all the the like villains that you see in here. Like, you see Green Goblin, and you see Alexa in the Black Widow story. So I'm wondering if that's what it's referring to. Yeah, I I really don't know, but I mean that's. Another one of the big differences between these two is just that Amazing Fantasy has like a larger cast. I feel, um, you know, Wait, what? It's just, they have like a larger cast. Amazing Fantasy? Yeah. No. Then DC Steel? Yeah, I think they so. got Spider Man, Captain America, and Black Widow. But they also have this girl. They have like all the frog people. They have like oh, it's, like, oh okay, okay. I, I guess yeah, yeah. That's I guess what I that's what you're saying. Okay, because I was gonna say no, man. Like Dark Knights of Steel has got everybody else in it. It has oh, all the yeah. heroes. Yeah. And all the heroes, oh, but yeah. Yeah. The some heroes, yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, I just I feel like the amazing fantasy world is more lived in. Okay. And I feel like it's more dangerous, you know. Yes. Well, yep. yeah, yeah, that's definitely and moving. very very unpredictable, of course. So, yeah, I mean, Uncle Ben is back, guys. Do we think he's gonna have any like powers or anything? Or he looks kind of jacked. <laughs> <laughs> looks pretty good for yeah. a dead guy. <laughs> for yeah, for a dead guy, for an old dead guy at that, like. Not a spring chicken, you know. It's, it's Uncle Ben the Berserker. But just to compare the two books, I mean, Amazing Fantasy. I feel like the characters just like pop up in your face, you know. And the the other one, Dark uh, Night Steel, it blends in very, very great. You know, like uh, a great storyline. I mean, both of them are great. Uh, obviously, the Amazing Fantasy, you know, it breaks down to different storylines. So I do get that part of it. Uh, and that's the difference too, you know. Um, so we're watching like different storylines compared to just one whole storyline. And um, nevertheless, both storylines are great. Totally different, but great overall. Yeah, and they do it in different ways, as we just said. Three origin stories are stories of how they die, and they all end up in one. And and that's the big difference. There is like in Amazing Fantasy, the characters are taken out of their. Were, if their world and dropped literally into taken yeah. yeah literally taken out <laughs> and dropped into this fantasy world as opposed to Dark Knights of Steel you know yes the the elves came in a spaceship to Earth but 
Batman was born in this medieval time. Black Canary was born in this medieval time. Constantine, Black Lightning, everybody's born there. Like that, that is their world, as opposed to, like I said, Amazing Fantasy. Captain America is not in his world. Black Widow's not in her world. Spider Man's not in her in there in his world. Do you guys um, notice anything different? Like I don't know. When I was reading like the Spider Man portion, I was like, wow, these people like actually really hate Spider Man. I don't know if like I've ever felt that way. Like. And any like either movie or any comic that I've read about Spider Man, like I've never seen people like actively hate him as much as they hate Get him. Get ready here. for the next movie. I was gonna say, do you know J. Jonah Jameson? Like he well, yeah. okay, one person, but, <laughs> but like the, the newspaper they always have that famous menace. line, the menace. menace. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a hero. But you yeah, mean but because they were trying to eat him? Whoa, what? No, no, not the bird people. It's just like the No, the, I mean the, people, the frog like, people. Well, yeah, the frog people too. But oh, like, you're talking about I know what you're talking about like the civilians, like yeah, the actual yeah, yeah. civilians of New yeah, York City. Hating, that they yeah. were like actually hating on Spider-Man. They yeah. actually believe that he was a menace. Like even though he's trying him, to save them, yeah. regardless. They called yeah. him even a the Hobgoblin, like no Green Goblin, Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. Sorry, yeah. Green Goblin, like hit him up too, like saying, "Hey, you're still gonna save these people, even though they hate you." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I was pretty thrown off by that. Like I was like, "Oh, maybe that's why you know in this universe he dies or whatever because he doesn't really have like support of anyone." Yeah, I mean, he does seem kind of like a youngish. Spider-Man too, because he's like, I gotta take photos because I'm broke. Yeah, you know, so there's that that could have led to his death, but like, I just feel like it's a little different from the usual worlds that we are used mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think about uh, Captain America, Young G? Like from the his timeline to you know the fantasy world, how he became with long hair and like have a new buddy. He grew a beard. Really a beard. Yeah, he grew. Yeah, I thought it was it was a good take. You know, it reminded me of. Uh, Infinity War when he just came back out of nowhere and he has a full beard, long hair, looks like Thor. And we even saw that you, uh, the professor, as you mentioned, thought Thor was holding Captain America's shield. I don't know why he would ever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like Captain America holds Stormbreaker as it is in the. Oh, I mean, shots fired. Listen, I thought Marvel <laughs> was trying to do something different, something better, but I guess not. You know, we're gonna go back to basic storylines <laughs> like that, where Captain America gets to shine, I guess, because. Whatever. He had the worst art style out of all three of them anyway. So, <laughs> Do you guys have a preference as to which one you know you guys like more? Like Between Amazing Fantasy and Dark Knights of Steel, I would have to... If I could only pick one, like this one's gone, I'd say I'd pick Dark Knights of Steel. I really did like Amazing Fantasy, but I think Dark Knights of Steel caught me a little better. Like Gave me that whole, I want to read the next one more than I would want to read the next one of Amazing Fantasy. The twelve issues versus the five issues doesn't like make you hesitate a little. That does because I don't want there to be filler. Like if we got twelve issues and three of those issues are filler, then I'm gonna be pretty upset. But but no, I mean I think I like it a little more. Definitely like the, but I mean, to be honest, they're both up there. They're like fighting for it neck and neck. But yeah, yeah. I, it just Dark Knights of Steel edges out just that much where I would pick that up again. I'm gonna have to go with L Chimes on this one. I'm gonna have to go with the Dark Knight's deal over Amazing Fantasy. Don't get me wrong, you know, both comics are very great. I'll tell a different storylines, but great overall. Uh, no disrespect, you know, to the Amazing Fantasy. But I just like the twist in the Dark Knight's deal. Mm -hmm. That's all, you know. And obviously it doesn't have my favorite characters in Amazing Fantasy, you know, no Iron Man, Tony Stark, you know what I'm saying? Like What's they the, whole point? the possibility of the flying sphinx showing up. So yeah. Like, oh yes. Oh my god. The flying sphinx. <laughs> Young G. Yeah. Um, I, I'm. I'm a little unsure. You know, that stone cold stunner is really <laughs> convincing me. 
like I thought you were talking about the long blonde hair. Long, <laughs> no, and with the Dark Knight Steel, I already forgot. <laughs> with that one, uh, I do want to see what happens next. You know, that more than uh, Amazing Fantasy, they both have a good ending to it, and really wants you to pick up the next issue. I do, even though it's twelve issues though for uh, Dark Knight Steel, I think you'll be consistent. I actually have expectations of it being consistent. Whereas Amazing Fantasy, I feel like it could dip. But we look at something at the last Ronin where it has five issues and it takes a whole yeah. year just to get all of them out. I feel like, you know, it being uh, uh, Dark Knight still having 12, it shouldn't be that big of a problem in terms of like the wait time and yeah, yeah the um, consistency. Yeah, the release. Yeah. How about you, Professor? I honestly think that, you know, Dark Knight Steel takes his no contest. Um, I liked Amazing Fantasy. It was to me, it was just like a step above all right like you know it was passable uh like i said i am curious to see kind of what happens next like those issues are already out so you know i can pick them up and read them you know if i want to but you know i just i just don't like that we don't really know where it's going you know i mean i guess you could say that same thing about dark knights of steel but like there's things that have been like hinted at you know like you know we're gonna get the Green Lantern and Green Arrow and Green Lantern are working together against the elves, and so is Black Lightning. And you don't know if they're working together, and you don't know who else they're gonna find. But you know, with Amazing Fantasy, I mean, to be honest, I don't even know if these three people are ever gonna like meet up, or if they're even on the same place. Like, you know, we saw when they zoom out of Spider Man's world, where it's just it looks like it's just one big rock, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even look like it would take that long to walk across. I don't even know how Spider-Man's going to swing in this place. There's nothing. There's no towers. There's no nothing. Like, you know, unless Spider-Man's going to start walking everywhere, you know, or I guess maybe they all fly on the on the tiger <laughs> with wings or lion with wings. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, I just feel like Amazing Fantasy is a lot more open-ended, and I'm not sure that I like that. Well, I mean, it's a one of five, and it hasn't gotten to its conflict. Like, there, we don't know what the conflict is. As opposed to Dark Knights of Steel is a one of 12, but we already got a preview of the conflict. We already know where that conflict is coming from. So in terms of that, I, I, I agree with you. Dark Knights of Steel did a better setup, way better setup. Okay, okay. That being said, what didn't we like? I don't like that Captain America's on it, okay? <laughs> I, I said it. I don't like that Captain America's clothes just keeps ripping off for some reason. Like <laughs> It's a years, you know? It takes a toll on you. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like just let it go. He's just like <laughs> he's just like down to his like skivvies and all it's like he's wearing the pants of America, the underpants of America or something at this point. I don't even know if he's wearing underpants. It could just be like his fur, you know. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's like I said, it's it's interesting, but I I don't feel like it has that kind of like a hold on me as like I would have liked it to have. Um which is funny because like it has all the things that I want. It's like dragons, chimeras, orcs. It has those fantasy tropes that I want to see. But it just, I don't know, it's not doing it well enough for me to be like, yes, this is the comic book I'm going to pick up next week and the week after that. And, like, mm-hmm. and while Dark Knights of Steel doesn't have those things, it's just set up its story so well where I'm like, yeah, I want to pick up that one next week. Yeah, one thing that I feel like Dark Knights of Steel actually does pretty well is that like, that's their world that's where they live in you know so everybody should have swords and horses and this and that but if everybody in amazing fantasy is dead how did he bring a shield 
You know, how does oh, how does Spider Man yeah. bring his outfit? You know, like I mean, I guess Black Widow can bring all her stuff because I mean, you know, she doesn't have anything, but like all these other things, like it's not really well explained how they get here. They just kind of die. Maybe it has to do with that, like I don't know if that black sea monster is like real or if it's like a metaphor or if it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. To so, be honest, I'm not even sure if they're dead. I feel like they just got teleported. You can believe that possibility. Mm-hmm. But he gets teleported, no facial hair, and then teleported facial hair. You know, like is that one of the side effects of teleportation? You grow facial hair. The the uh, Captain America beer growing serum he has. I don't know, man. <laughs> Um, one other thing I wish that they would have like done for which comic for M- uh, Amazing Fantasy, yeah, is the uh, I wish like for instance they had like some other character already in the fantasy world, like right. Let's say like the orcs. I want probably like Hulk or Hulk's son Scar to be like the leader, you mm-hmm. know, of the pack going against you know the you know newbies that just you know uh popped up in the Amazing Fantasy land. So something like that, I wish they would have done. What, what Not like Uncle Ben. I mean, kudos, he's still, <laughs> he's there. But I wish you know they would have shown like another you know like, hero or Peter, bad villain yeah. Yeah, like, up there already. You know. Well, th- that's the thing. It's like what you're pointing at is that the story has no conflict. Like there really isn't any conflict. I mean, yes, there's a conflict between like Peter Parker and Green Goblin and Black Widow and Alexa. Uh, the, yeah, those mm-hmm. conflicts exist, but that overarching conflict, the reason why we're reading hasn't been revealed, and it's literally a one of five. You, you think the plot of it will be, like, these characters trying to get back... To Earth? Yeah. Like, their souls, like, kind of, you well, know... I mean, it says right here on the cover, they came to a world with no heroes and no escape, so... Oh. <laughs> so, yes, they are going to be trying to get back to Earth. There you go. <laughs> there it is. But it's not a bad read. It's just that it's not... To me, as a number one, it's not set up right. Is it a stash or trash for you? Oh, I want to say, I want to say, I want, I want to read the second one just to make sure that it's a trash. So I'll stash it for now. Okay, stash it like at the top, so you're ready to just yeah, like, throw yeah. It's it away. just like it's right next to the it's, can. It's you know? teetering like on it's like you know it's about to fall into the can or am I not? You know, will I save it? I don't know. Oh, like I said, this surprised me. You know, by just looking at the cover, I was like wasn't you know too fond of it like to begin with to reading it yeah but i mean reading overall like i said it's not bad at all it's a good comic um so i would like give a couple fun if i had to give it a grade so yeah young g where you at with this one i mean that's still cold stoner you know (laughs) i give it a nine just for that alone (laughs) (laughs) too easy too easy how about you professor um for amazing fantasy I would have to give it, I'm going to give it a B minus just because one thing that I just remembered that I really didn't like is that there are so many commercials in this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to that's one true. of the final pages and I was like, oh, that's it? Like, they're just going to leave us on a cliffhanger like that? Because I saw like a full page spread of like yep. commercials and I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of really weird for them to do that. And then I noticed that there was a couple more pages. So then I flipped over and I was like, the story continues for one page. Then there's an ad. Then you flip that page over, one page of story, one ad, and it's just like, oh my god! Like, stop giving me ads. I would say to our listeners out there, if you can only have to pick up one, and you got to make a choice, the way you make that choice is: Do I want to see fantasy creatures in my in my medieval story, or am I okay without those fantasy creatures? Because I feel like that's what makes the biggest difference for me in these books. Like, it, the setting is generally the same. 
the timelines are generally the same. The story, a little different, but we don't have enough information to say this story is better than the other one, other than the fact that one of them doesn't have the main conflict in it. You like Minotaurs? Amazing Fantasy. Yep. You like Knights? DC Knights. Dark Dark Knights of Steel. Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah. That's how you make that choice. That's how you make the choice. All right, guys. So now we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, Do check out our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Varian Bros. And do check out our website at varianbros.com. And now the winner of L Charms comic book giveaway. And the winner is at rubyred2725. So we'll be reaching out to you on how you can get your comics. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And just as a shout out here, Mad D's Facebook comic book giveaway is still ongoing. Keep an eye out for when it ends. Free comic. That's all I got to say. Also, one of our listeners is doing a fundraiser called Rosarito Community Project. They're on Instagram at Rosarito Community Project. This is based off like uh, for underprivileged families and they do help out, you know, the children, the family. And this is the second year that they're doing it. And so, you know, please do check them out at Rosario Community Project on Instagram. If you can donate, that would be great. Anything is welcome. Nothing's too little, nothing's too big. All right. So our next issue for next week is issue number 12, Venom, issue number one, and the Eternals review based off the Eternals movie. So watch it because there's going to be heavy spoilers. Heavy. So definitely watch it this weekend if you can. Thank you for listening. This is Matt D. We're out. I remember my first grail. We may never reach it, but we never stop trying. Hope you got lucky. Al Charms loves Jared Leto. Why? Why you gotta do that to me? (laughs)